Hey everyone, welcome to The Daily Word. I'm really glad that you have, have joined me. And for our Daily Word today, we're going into John chapter 8. I want to read verses 10 and 11 for you. And then let's talk just a bit about fulfillment of the calling of God from the Old Testament, the Old Covenant, to the New, and the relationship that we can have with God in Jesus Christ that fulfills the law's demands. Then Jesus stood up again and said to the woman, Where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, Neither do I. Go and sin no more. Now, it's important to recognize, first of all, that this is a dishonest scheme on behalf of the religious leaders. We're told here that this was a, a woman who was caught in adultery. They bring her before Jesus. They're, they're trying to trap Jesus, as they, they often do. They're trying to force him either to look heartless as he condemns this woman to be stoned to death, perhaps even to involve him in uh, something that would be illegal by Roman law. The Jews just couldn't execute people. But it was fundamentally dishonest. One of the ways that you can tell this is that the man is nowhere to be found. We read in Deuteronomy and as, as well in Leviticus, this is Deuteronomy 22, 22, if a man is discovered committing adultery, both he and the woman must die. In this way, you will purge Israel of such evil. So, question, where is the man? Why is he not there? This was fundamentally dishonest. And, and there are some issues that, that arise from this. Uh, one of them is that this is the sort of thing that some folks will look at and fundamentally misunderstanding God's salvation history, they will say, well, here you go. This is, this is evidence that the God of the Old Testament is a different God than the God of the New Testament. But friends, this is not a different God. This is not even what we, we might, some might call uh, evolution. Uh, God somehow learning, evolving, and so forth. It's not that either. This is about fulfillment. This is about God's salvation history. This is about God taking people who are broken and in his great love, leading the way for the coming of Jesus and for salvation. As you look into the Old Testament, it is unfair to say that you see only God, a God of wrath and of judgment. You see also in the Old Testament, great mercy and compassion. And also, as you look into the New Testament, you see not just grace and forgiveness and mercy, which of course you do, but you see also the reality of judgment. So you see mercy and judgment in the Old Testament. You see mercy and judgment in the New Testament. But what we see as we're moving from Old Testament to New is the fulfillment of God's promise for the coming of a new relationship, a new covenant, where the law would show us that 
In fact, we cannot fulfill the law's demands. We cannot achieve our salvation. There is no way for us to accomplish all that the law demands. The law shows us this, that if we are to be saved, it would be through faith in God. As Abraham, he is reckoned, reckoned as righteous because of his faith. And ultimately, this would be leading toward the life that we would know in Jesus. So, for instance, you see in the prophet Jeremiah that there is this promise that there would be coming a day when all God's people would know him, when he would forget about our sins, our sins would be forgiven, we'd be restored to this relationship with God, and that our, our hearts would be changed. He actually says, the Lord says there, that the law would be written on our hearts. So the law would not just be something imposed on us from the outside that we are, by our strength, trying to fulfill so that we might please God and be saved, but instead, God would forgive us, we would be saved by his forgiveness, and there would be an inward change where we would not just be seeking to, uh, to force uh, ourselves to to control ourselves enough to obey this law that's that's being pressed on us from the outside but that our hearts would be changed that we would become more and more of the people who know God and who would naturally do his will as we are changed by him by his power we become different people with different longings and desires and by his grace by his work we would be obedient. The goal all along the way from Old Testament to New is for salvation. It is for people to be saved and for people to be holy. The scriptures call us, for instance, in 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 16, you must be holy because I am holy. Friends, that's what we were made for. This is what it means to be saved, not just to be saved from wrath, from judgment, it is that, it is to be forgiven, but it is also to be transformed. It's to be restored to the image of God in which we were created. This is the work of salvation. This is the work of the new creation that God would give to us in Jesus Christ. And so this is not Jesus uh, saying that, well, now God doesn't take sin very seriously. Now it's just, it's fine, don't worry about it. It's not that at all. You see, in the story itself, Jesus says, I don't condemn you. Go and sin no more. It is his calling to be forgiven and then to live in the newness of life. To say that God doesn't take sin seriously anymore is to neglect this calling, but also to neglect the realities of the cross, that dealing with our sin required the death of the only begotten Son of God, the Father. He says, go and sin no more. He shows us that sin is captivity, that it's slavery. He shows us that sin is separation from God, and he would change our hearts, turn our hearts away from sin and to himself so that we might know what is truly life. And may it be so, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And friends, until we have a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that he would keep you.